You are listening to the Engineering Career Coach Podcast with Anthony Fasano, session number 13. In this session, I will help an engineer who has been making some technical mistakes improve the quality of his design work and also boost his confidence in the process. Let's do it. Welcome to the Engineering Career Coach Podcast, where it's all about helping real engineers to overcome real challenges and get real results. And now for your host, who is on a mission to inspire as many engineers as possible, professional engineer and certified career coach, Anthony Fasano. Welcome, everyone, to the Engineering Career Coach Podcast. This is your engineering career coach, Anthony Fasano, and I want to welcome you to this session of the show. For those of you engineers out there looking for some career inspiration, I do send out free career advice and inspiration through daily and weekly emails, which you can read about and sign up for on my website at engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash free resources. So please take advantage of that. I'm really excited about today's session. I hear from a lot of engineers who lack confidence because of their technical abilities may not be as sound as they want them to. So in this show, I'm going to help an engineer try to improve his technical skills and the quality of his work and also boost his confidence in the process. So before we jump right into our motivational moment to kick off the show, I just want to briefly mention an event that I'm putting on through my Institute for Engineering Career Development. The event will take place in Austin, Texas in late April. The URL for the website is engineeringevent.com. And essentially, I'm going to bring together a dozen or even more of the most successful engineers in the United States, have them sit on panels on different topics and let younger engineers be able to talk to them and ask them any questions that they like about their career, about how they achieve certain goals, to get that guidance, to get that guidance that's very elusive in your engineering career. And I think that that's very, very important, and they will be available to you at the event. We're also going to have a keynote speaker on the second day, Brett Harward, the author of the book, The Five Laws That Determine All of Life's Outcomes. So there'll be a big personal development push that weekend as well. So please check it out, engineeringevent.com. We have early bird rates in place till the end of February, which is a few days away, and a special bonus that you can get if you register by then, which you can see on the website if you scroll down towards the bottom. So with that, let's jump right in and start the show off with our quote. Motivational Moment motivational moment. For today's motivational moment, I selected a quote that really encompasses everything about this show. And the quote is as follows. Quality begins on the inside, then works its way out by Bob Moad. Now, the reason I like that quote, especially for this show, is because we are going to help an engineer in a few minutes here who lacks confidence in his technical abilities, which affects the quality of his work. And what I'm going to try to do is help him to put some procedures in place to boost his confidence, to make him feel better about himself on the inside, which will translate to his work, the actual work, and also put some procedures in place to ensure that the quality of that work improves. So I really like this quote because I believe in it. I believe that in order for you to do good work, you have to believe in yourself. It has to come from the inside out. And that's something that you'll see that I really try to take that approach when I do coach this engineer in the next segment. So before we jump into the segment, let me just remind you that at the end of the show, I will have, as always, a career-changing tip, and the career-changing tip for today will help you 
to put consistency into your career by doing one simple thing. With that, let's jump into the coaching segment and help Vic improve the quality of his work and get that confidence boosted. It's goat time. All right, now it's time for the coaching segment of the show, which is my favorite part of the podcast because we get to talk to an engineer out there in industry and we try to help him or her to overcome a a current challenge in their engineer or help them to try to achieve a goal that they're pursuing. And today's guest is Vic from Texas. Vic is a structural engineer. He has an EIT certification and is currently preparing to take the professional engineering exam. He graduated in 2008 and is 29 years old. And Vic wanted to come on the show to talk a little bit about productivity, but also the quality of his work. So what I'm going to do is just read you off Vic's statement on his application, and we'll have him explain it a little bit more in his own words. I am in a situation where I am transitioning from a structural EIT to a structural engineer, and I fear that when I have those responsibilities that I will be unable to perform due to my lack of productivity at my current position. I tend to make small mistakes over and over. The mistakes are not the same. They change project to project. At times, I do not add key structural details to plans when I should be well aware that I need to add those details. If only I just stopped for a second and thought things through. By having all these issues, it affects my self-esteem and really causes a downward spiral on my productivity, which in turn causes great doubts that I am capable of being a good structural engineer. So with that, let me welcome Vic in. Vic, how are you doing? Doing good, Anthony. Good. So, so I, I, you know, I just read kind of your challenge and I appreciate you coming on because I think that this is a challenge that a lot of engineers struggle with in, the, in a fast-paced world that we're in today. But why don't you tell us a little bit more about this kind of in your own words here and explain it to, uh, to those engineers out there listening. Well, as my, my responsibilities are, are to design and draft. And so as I'm drafting in the back of my head, I'm, I'm supposed to understand and know what are the key elements that need to be drafted and what are the key key details that need to be shown. Um, for example, let's say uh, if, I, if I have a slab and if I have a foundation that I need to show on my drawing, uh, I would forget joint lines, construction joint lines. And um, it's just simple things like that and well symbols for structural details. Um, and that, that kind of makes a great effect on my, on my productivity because once I make those mistakes, it just, it just bogs down on me on, on if I'm able to, to do the, the type of work when I have the full responsibility of, of stamping these drawings. And so, yeah, I just, I just don't know if I'm capable of doing that. All right. So for those of you out there listening, I think that this is a great opportunity for everyone listening and obviously for Vic to to just help him out with this. And there's a couple different things going on here. First of all, Vic is kind of victim to what a lot of engineers fall victim to in today's world is that it's not just the engineering anymore that'll, that engineers have to handle. It's the drafting and everything else that goes into the project. A large part of that is because of budgets, because of budgets are tight. So the less people that work on the project, um, the better for the for the bottom line of the project. And the other the other reason is just because it's just an evolving industry. And now 
um, younger engineers are expected to be able to do everything from drafting, the designing, the presentations, and so on and so forth. So, so this is a challenge that I know that, Vic, you're not alone in dealing with, and, and hopefully we can kind of work through this with you and, and help a lot of other engineers out there in the process. So one of the things that I would, I would ask you, Vic, is I understand that you, you've taken on some more responsibilities now, and you're kind of multitasking where you're doing designing, drafting, a lot of different things at the same time. Do you have any type of quality controls, for example, quality QAQC lists or checklists, or how, do, how does that work? Um, I, I really don't have any type of checklist. I just, since it's such a fast pace, get, get it out of the door as soon as, as quick as you can. Not really prepared to have a, have a list. And uh, I guess it's the lack of knowledge on what to expect and what, what to look, look for whenever. Uh, what needs to be at least, what's the most important thing that needs to be on, on these drawings or the structural, structural drawings at least. Um, that, that's probably the, the, the big part of it. Vic, is your, tell me a little bit about your company. Is it big, small? Give me a little bit of the idea of how, of the size of the company. The, the size of the company is probably, probably more of a micro or probably six people. All right, so so that tells me a lot. So a couple things here that Vic's that we can help Vic with here is if you were working in a larger company, they would have quality control checklists, and you would have to go through certain standards and procedures to get a job out the door, and it'd be very difficult for you to miss some of the things that you're explaining to me. So one of the things that I would I would tell you to do, I don't even recommend that you do. I would tell you to do. And for all you out there, especially those of you that work in, in smaller companies, you know, take a, take a Saturday or take a night, one night in the evening and stay at work late and take a look at about 10 to 15 past projects that you've submitted, that you've gotten out the door that are final. Look at the details, look at the different aspects of the design and make a list of everything that happened repeatedly, whether it was the footing detail, checking the rebar in the footing, adding a, a detail for a certain joint or an expansion joint detail. And I would try to make a list of things that happen over and over and, and use that list with your current project so that when you get to a project and you're rushing through it and they're pushing you out the door, you can say, okay, I have to run through my 10, 20, 30 point checklist to ensure that I'm hitting everything. Okay. Okay. Yeah. To take it one step further, because, you know, on this show, what I like to do is help engineers to really, you know, take the next step in their careers, move up where they want to go in their companies is I would actually talk to your supervisor, your boss and, and explain to him that you're doing this, you know, cause this is something that you can, imp- that can be implemented for the whole company if it's done properly. And it could save your company a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of potential um, legal issues. If you're going to be, you know, ensuring that the quality of the projects is of a higher standard. So, that's one thing that I can say. Whenever you're making errors like that repeatedly, for any of you out there, and you're missing little things like that, quality control measures are critical, especially when you're tasked with doing a lot of different things at the same time, which probably all of you listening to this show are. Right? And, I, and I've had experience with that, not just in my engineering career, although I did have experience with that. I was on a, a quality assurance, quality control committee in my company, and we put together these types of checklists, and it was um, it dramatically increased the quality of the work at our company, 
number one. Number two, now that I have my own business and I do a lot of the coaching, speaking, and things of that nature, I have checklists in place as well to make sure that I do everything that everything that I say I'm going to do um, and everything that I commit to doing. I mean, I write, I write a daily email known as a daily boost from your professional partner for thousands of engineers every morning. And if they get to their office and they don't have that email, then that's not good for them and they don't get their inspiration. So I need to, to have a checklist myself to make sure that I'm doing everything that, that I want to do. And I think it applies for everybody. So, so Vic, I hope that that one point is helpful for you. Do you think that that's something you could, you could try to do? Oh yeah, I could definitely do that. I think it will be really, really helpful. All right, good. That's something you could spend some time with. And, and as time goes on, you may expand the list. You may think of things and add to the list. But the bottom line is you just need to start. You need to get a list going. Um, so, that, so that's one of the things that I think will be very helpful for you. The other thing that I want to talk to you a little bit about is the idea of you know, your capability of being a good structural engineer. Obviously, you've been doing this now for three or four years. Do you like being a structural engineer, Vic? Yes, I do. Okay. What do you like about it? The, the challenge and the solving the problem. Really. All right. And you've, how has your career gone so far in the first four years, would you say? Up and down in the beginning first two, two and a half years. It was, it was a little bit of a struggle because really didn't have a good mentor, I would say. And so, and also the, the job market was, was bad. And so we weren't getting many projects. So I couldn't continue my education of learning the structural engineering aspect. And my mentor was, was extremely busy. And that was also a very small company. And um, at the same time, I had to somewhat moonlight in the way to make ends meet. And how's it going there? Going good. Going good. I, re- I really enjoy working. You feel good there? Yes, I do. You know, I mean, obviously, and, and I know that you're not alone because a lot of people out there have probably been through something like you went through at the beginning of your career, especially with the economy right now. And there's a lot of engineers, unfortunately, that don't have work. But the bottom line is, Vic, is that you went through that low in your career that was real low and you got through it. And now you're at a point where you're working for a company, which sounds like a good company. It's a small company. It sounds like they've entrusted you with a lot of responsibilities. And it sounds like you're, if you make some of these, maybe these changes we talked about, it sounds like you're going to be in a really good position to succeed because you're in a good spot. And that's, that's what you have to think about. You know, think about that. You already had the low in your career. You're beyond that now. All right. The, the problem that you have, I think can be solved with a couple of good quality control systems in place and making sure that you're diligent and you're determined to make sure that the quality of the work is right and you're paying attention to that, all right? But what I don't want you to do is I don't want you to doubt your abilities to be a great structural engineer because I think based on talking to you here for the last 10, 15 minutes is that if you can make it through a low in your career like you've just described to me and you've got to the point where you're now at a company and it sounds like you're you know, in a way thriving because they've entrusted you with these responsibilities, which tells me that they, they trust you and they like you, then uh, I think you're on a solid path. You're taking the PE exam in a couple of months and you're moving everything in the right direction. 
So the one thing that I want you to focus on on a daily basis is I want you to think about the opportunity that you have here. I want you to think about what you've overcome, and I want you to focus on your goal. Right now, you have a PE license in the near distance. You can see it. It's right in front of you. Okay? Yeah. You have a potential to do big things in this company because they've given you these responsibilities. And if you can, if you can take them and be successful with them and do some of the things that we talked about here, you're talking about a, a young structural engineer who's going to be, what, 30 years old next year, potentially with a PE license in a small firm, doing a lot of great things in a small firm and handling those types of things and maybe even implementing an entire quality control system for your company. I think that you're in a good spot. Okay. What are you feeling right now? Yeah. Yeah. You brought on quite a, quite a few uh, good points. And yeah, true points. Very true what, 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 you're, what you're saying. And I, I should I should start seeing it a little more that way and not doubt as much and have a good process going on. As you mentioned, the quality control list would be a good like to start. The one thing to always remember, Vic, in your career and even in your life is that everything that happens to you is just an experience, right? It's yeah. And it's what you take from it is what it does for you. So in other words, is you can mess up a set of plans and you can get in trouble for it and you can let you can dwell on it for the rest of the year and say, man, I'm not going to be a good structural engineer. I missed I'm missing these details. Or you can say to yourself, you know what? Listen, I like structural engineering. I think I'm good at it and I think I've got opportunities. So I've got to take this experience, I've got to look at it, I've got to learn from it, and I've got to make sure that it doesn't happen again, whatever it takes. All right? Yeah. And that's, yeah. the, that's the mindset that I want you to take from now on in your career. If something happens to you, I don't want you to say, I'm doubting myself. I want you to say, listen, I know I'm good. I'm confident in myself, but what I need to do is take this experience that I just went through, and I need to learn from it. I need to write down everything that happened to me and make sure it doesn't happen again. I need to get on the phone with my mentor um, or talk to my colleagues or my friends or my coworkers and ask them, you know, what did they do so that this doesn't happen to them? And I just need to learn. I need to get back on track. And that's what I want you to do because believe me, believe me, I've talked to a lot of younger engineers and there's mm -hmm. not a lot of younger engineers that are you know, going to be 30 years old, potentially with a PE license, having some of the responsibilities that you have in a small company, which means you have the ability to advance in that company because it's a smaller company and there's probably a lot of um, opportunity. So, so I want you to keep all these things in your mind um, as you move forward. Okay. okay. Is that helpful for you, Vic? That, that, that helps a lot. That helps a lot. And, uh, Another thing that I doubt, as I guess it goes hand in hand with the work, um, having the responsibility as a structural engineer, is let's say I I find a better a better job or, or some some to that extent, how, how am I going to be able to perform? And that's where I start doubt, doubting myself. If I'm if I'm doing these little type of mistakes, I shouldn't be doing that at my next let's say next stop in my career. Right. You're, you're exactly right. And, and how do you think you can ensure that you don't make those mistakes, Vic? Doing, doing few things that you have just mentioned. Right. But not only just doing them, but doing them now, starting them now and doing them consistently. All right. Because 
What you're going to do, Vic, is you're going to do something called creating a new habit. And the only way to create a new habit in your career or your life is to do something for more than 20 days in a row. All right. Now, that's just an example. I mean, this is a little bit of a different situation because you're not going to necessarily be checking plans every day. Yeah. But the point of it is that if you do something every day for three, four weeks or a month, it's going to become ingrained in you. And at every level of your career, you're still going to do the same thing. Yeah. So it's kind of something I'm going through myself right now. And, I, and I've written a couple of blog posts about it as I'm going through something called a year without, which is something that I've got from the Zen Habits blog, which is a great blog. Those of you out there that are interested in that. And basically what you do is you give up one thing every month during the course of the year just to see how you deal with it, if you really need that in your life or not. And so far I gave up television the first month and, and basically after the first few days it was easy and that was three months ago and I haven't looked back at that yet. So, But the reason is, is because I did it every day for 30 days and it became my new normal. Okay. So right now for you, Vic, the normal is no controls, no checklists, no guides, rush everything out the door. If you put this system into place and you make sure that you look at it at least every day, review the checklist every day, look at your plans against it every day, even if it's just 10 minutes to begin with, it's going to be something that becomes your normal. And then you're going to say it's just going to become something that you do every day for the rest of your career. And it's going to yeah. tremendously increase the quality of your work and really the quality of the engineer that you ultimately are. Yeah. But what you yeah. can't what you can't do, Vic, is you can't tell me that it's a great idea and then go back to the office and get swallowed up by all the deadlines and not implement it. So you need to work hard to take the time to implement this system and get it working right away and then do it consistently. Because that's the difference between engineers that are super successful and engineers that struggle in their career up and down because if you get an idea or you get some advice or you get a recommendation, you can either take it and implement it and act on it or you get overwhelmed with everything else and you forget about it and the, the you know the the circumstances can be very bad. Okay. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I preach to the to all the members of our Institute for Engineering and Career Development is consistency, consistency, consistency. You know, you can read the best book in the world. You can go to the best webinar in the world. You can get coached by the best coach in the world. But at the end of the day, you're the one that has to take the information and implement it and use it. And I think from the sounds of our conversation today, I think you're pretty excited about doing that. Oh, yeah. I'm very excited now. I never had thought of of doing a a quality control list. But but yeah, that, that definitely helps me out. And one one thing I've I've realized over the past few months because I've been a little more strict on myself the past few months is having a little to do list and making a little list because I I really never had a habit in the past of making a list just just followed recently as in just when I started this job I started to make a list but not consistently and so what you're what you're saying is right on and what what I need to do in order to proceed. That's a good thought that you brought up as far as, you know, we, we talked a little bit about productivity or at least, you know, this is somewhat tied into productivity because the quality control taking that time is going to maybe affect your productivity, but here it's directly linked to the quality of your work. So it's very important, but there is a, a wonderful tool out there called Asana 
asana.com, which is A-S-A-N-A.com. And for those of you listening, all the resources that I mentioned on this podcast today will be listed in our show notes on engineeringcareercoach.com. But it's, a, it's basically a free website that allows you to maintain a really good to-do list and you can uh, track it. You can do different things with it. And it's very simple and it's free and that's the, a lot of the good things about it. So that's something for you to check out, Vic, and for everyone out there to check out. Career Changing Tip. It is now time for our career changing tip and the point of this segment of the show is to give you something of value that you can take, implement into your career and see immediate results. So today, I recommended to Vic that he create some kind of quality control checklist that he can use on every project to improve the quality of his work and help him to you know, avoid missing technical details that would affect the project negatively. So what I want you to do in your career is to implement some kind of checklist for yourself. It could be a quality control checklist. It could be a checklist on how to run an effective pre-project meeting. It could be a checklist on things to do when you are starting a new project with a client, certain steps to take, steps for writing a proposal, whatever the case may be. And again, I'm not doing this to ask you to become a robot. In fact, I think having a checklist helps you to be more creative because you don't have to worry about as much as the technical details. But figure out a checklist for something in your career that will simplify your processes and help them to ensure that they're done properly and done completely. And if you come up with something or if you already use something, I'd love to know what it is. Please leave it in the show notes at the bottom of this show. And you can access the show notes at engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash quality. Again, that's engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash quality. So with that, I hope you all enjoyed the show. I'll remind you to take advantage of the free career resources on my website at engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash free resources. We have some great guests coming up in the next few shows, and I will see you on the next session of the Engineering Career Coach podcast. Thank you for listening to the Engineering Career Coach podcast with Anthony Fasano. Transforming engineering career development, one engineer at a time. For tons of free engineering career resources, visit www.engineeringcareercoach.com.